But you know when you like go with a gimmick for so long, you you, you kind of set yourself up for a standard, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to do that anymore. Welcome back to another episode of the Two Smoking Microphones. <laughs> this is a. Uh... I, I I can't think of anything at the moment. I have some ideas, and I'm just like I just don't think that's gonna work. So we're just gonna. It's a podcast. It's not. It's not entertainment. <laughs> it's information. Um, yeah, no, we're not. We're not doing this for enjoyment. We're doing this for, as, for the need. As the need for speed. As as I think it's a Pink song. As Pink said, I'm not here for your entertainment. <laughs> yeah, you rock that lyric. Uh, hello, I'm Connor. I'm Harry. Welcome back to another episode. Yeah. Episode what number is this? Eight, I think. Um, don't hold Eight. me to that. It might be nine. <laughs> nearly it. Nearly it. Double digits. Technically, if we count episode zero and this is episode nine, then we already are at ten, but not double digits. No, ten's a double digit. No, but we. It's not a number. It's not episode ten. It's episode nine, oh, yeah, but it's the tenth recording. We kind of shot ourselves. We shot ourselves in the foot. Yeah, we shot ourselves in the foot with the episode zero because like, when it gets to episode fifty, like it'll be labelled as episode fifty, but then technically it'll be episode fifty-one. Nah, it doesn't matter. It won't. Nothing. Right. It won't say that anywhere because I've labelled the other one as zero, so it's fine. Oh, fair. It's fine. Okay, gosh, just little. I've been a little. It does keep me up at night. Does it? Well, yeah. um. I think I'll let you lead with the news news, but I think we should probably touch upon the the the, ty- the, the little grim news bits that happened. Yes. So, so um, uh, I'm not I'm not necessarily the, the biggest fan of royals, but you got to say he was rap royalty. DMX died. Sorry, I wanted to make that joke, but yeah, DMX sadly passed away. Yeah, that's very sad. As, as well as uh, uh, in the UK, Prince Philip. Uh, passed away also and actor Paul Ritter if that was his name I don't want to yeah from it's been a lot stuff um yeah been a lot of uh, a lot of grim and sad passing away thoughts with obviously with their their family and people that were fans of them and and all all that kind of stuff around the world I'm not I don't know lots about you know Prince Philip or or DMX or Paul Ritter (laughs) but um so but, it's just put, uh, put Prince Philip and DMX in the same sentence. It's just yeah, it's not something I thought we'd have to do, but no. um, it's still you know it's still very very sad. Oh yeah, and um, you know it's uh, should probably just touch upon that. Yeah, of course. You... No, it's, yeah, sad people. People shouldn't you know. I mean, Prince Philip lived a very long and you could say luxurious life. Yeah, I mean look, he was he was ninety nine. Um, yeah, and he, he was ninety nine was... years old. Yeah. Yeah, he lived a, a very long and and happy life with with uh, the Queen. So, um, and um, DMX was only fifty, so you know. Jesus. But it, it, it yeah. Yeah. Well, um, that's the grim news out of the way. Let's get on with. Uh, well, I guess I I wonder what your first piece of news is going to be, but if it's the one I well, think it's going to be, I'll... it's not necessarily the best news. But go. I'm gonna hit with the because basically before the podcast we finally uh, told each other what our news pieces were. So I'm gonna go with the bits of news that you necessarily didn't have, and okay. then I'll let you lead with the rest. Okay. 
Um, so uh, as of last night, we're recording this on the Saturday. Um, as of Friday night, we got given a bunch of new release dates, mainly for Paramount uh, films. Um, basically, a lot have been delayed. Um, a couple have been pushed up. Yeah. Um, so, for example, we have G.I. Joe Snake Eyes. That was originally meant to come out on October 22nd. That's now coming out on July 23rd of this year. <laughs> um, Jackass was meant to open in September of this year. There's, another, back there's another Jackass movie? Yeah, Jackass 4. Oh, who cares? Um, Top Gun Maverick was meant to be released on July 2nd of this year. It's now been pushed back to November 19th. Um, which has taken Mission Impossible 7's release date. Oh, no. That's now been pushed back to next year, May 27th. As well as Mission Impossible 8 um, was meant to come out November of next year. That's now been pushed back to July 7th of the year after. So, um, yep. Chris Pratt's Dungeons and Dragons film Ugh. has been delayed by until 2023, March the 3rd. Mm-hmm. But the most interesting bit of news for me is they've officially given a release date for an untitled Star Trek film, June 9th, 2023. Ooh. Um, they've not obviously come out and said if it's going to be a direct sequel to, to Star Trek Beyond or if it's going to be one of the new properties that... Um, they've announced, I know a couple of weeks ago we spoke about um, I can't remember exactly what it was now but there's, there was news of someone writing a new Star Trek film Oh yeah, there was, um, wasn't there? Yeah, so it, I mean I'm I, if it's a sequel to Star Trek Beyond that'd be great, I don't necessarily think it it would be um, purely because I think a lot of the actors are tied up in different things at the moment, so for example like Simon Pegg's filming Mission Impossible 7 and 8 back to back until like the end of next year um, you know, uh, Zoe Saldana is, is filming. It's just finished filming Avatar, and now she's jumping onto Guardians. You know what I mean? So, if if it was a Star Trek four, I'd be all for it. But I'm also excited to see something new in that universe. I guess. I'm very. I'm feeling it's probably going to be from this. Um, this one that was announced recently. It was uh, that it's being written by the uh, by some by uh, Fear the Walking Dead writer Kalinda Vasquez. Yeah, um, first... I think that's probably the most. Cause I remember um, it being. I remember it being like it's the first woman to write for Star Trek. Yeah, like. Um, to write. And they've also they've also announced. Story. They've also announced an untitled Ryan Reynolds and John Krasinski starring film. Okay. Comes out November seventeenth, twenty twenty three. Nothing else is known apart from those two are starring. The hitman's bodyguard's boyfriend. I don't know. Um... Hitman bodyguards, wife's plus one's boyfriend, and it's Jack Ryan. Um, anyway, hey. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, you know, I'm sad to see Mission Impossible been delayed till next year. I was very excited for that this year, but you know, it makes sense if if Top Gun's taking its place. Um, Snake Eyes being pushed up is exciting. Um, mm-hmm. but the most interesting for me is is the Untitled Star Trek film for sure. Yeah, that's cool. Just interesting. It's news in it. It's news in it. I'm gonna get that on a mug. <laughs> um, what else you got? Oh, all right. I'll well, carry on. What else you got? There's nothing. I don't have anything else to say about Paramount. Yeah, I mean, it's Mission Impossible. I'm excited for those films. Um, but you know, if they're delayed, they're delayed. Um, yeah, and I don't know. I'm not really like 
excited for Snake Eyes or anything like that. That's fair. Well, do you know what you should be excited for? No. Indiana Jones 5. I mean, yeah. Da, 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 da. I'm excited to see Harrison Ford break a hip or something. Oh, jeez, he's getting so old. Um, so, Indiana Jones 5, as of, uh, again, yesterday, we always knew that Harrison Ford would return in, James Mangold officially directing. Is he writing uh, who... it as well? Or is it written by so. someone else? I think he's... Let me double check. I think he's writing and directing. Indiana Jones yeah. 5. Jones 5. Da, 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 da. I can't believe that film's still happening. I rewatched him recently and I, I, I just absolutely love Raiders of the Lost Ark. I mean, yeah, it's so, one of the best films ever made. Um... So yeah, because originally Spielberg was meant to be directing, but then yeah. he stepped down. James Mangold has stepped up to direct the film. Spielberg statue staying on as a producer. Yeah, of course. Um, someone Marshall. Who the? F- I should have looked this up. Marshall. Before. Someone Eek, called no. Marshall is going to be writing the film. Just Marshall. Um. Oh no, I think no. It says, yeah, it says Coep and Marshall here. Yeah, revealed that Mangold, Mangold's working on the story, but I think someone else is actually physically writing the script. Oh wait, no, writing in Kenny and Marshall actually. No, Marshall is um, Marshall is I can't remember his first name. It's um, Kathleen Kennedy's husband. He's a producer. Oh, okay. Robert but yeah, but Marshall, sounds... I think. Um, yeah, no, it had an original writer in in the co-op guy. Yeah. Um, then it was, it was replaced by Jonathan Kazdan. Yes. Um. Marshall said the work had just started on the script. I think uh, then James Mangold is yeah Mangold is doing the story now. Yeah, I mean look, Man- Mangold did fantastic work on uh, films like Ford vs Ferrari and my personal favourite of Logan. Um, and you know he did he did Logan as a, as a conclusion to that character, and this film is going. They've they've actively said that this film is acting as the conclusion to the Indiana Jones franchise as a whole. Like Bob Iger came out. Um, in twenty like last year, and said that, but um, we've also been confirmed that Phoebe Waller Bridge has joined the cast. Uh, production starts later this year, and John Williams has officially been confirmed to return as the composer. Yeah, which is quite exciting. Also, I was wrong. Uh, I think... Sorry, as I was say, I was wrong. It's not Rob Marshall that's um, Kathleen Kennedy's anything, and it might not. It might be a Marshall though. Uh, sorry, I'm just trying to figure it out. Get back to me in a second. Fine. Yeah. No, I will just carry on rambling on um <clears throat> i mean look i'm i'm very excited this man got directed like i said he did great job frank on, um... marshall sorry there we go yeah i knew it was a marshall because he's one of, i think he's one of the producers on um back to the future that's why i knew it anyway sorry no i was <laughs> i was genuinely uh uh there. yeah rob... i was just trying to find something uh, to say no rob marshall was the director was one of the producers of um i think producer it was chicago and uh he actually has a sister called kathleen marshall so i was close <laughs> um sorry so um, i'm just looking at i'm just looking at sorry i'm just looking at some of the trivia you know the imdb right yeah other websites are available and they have they have a uh, trivia trivia pages so um yeah I'm just looking for a bit of that the trivia is typically so and so was also in this film with this other person which meant that they were linked to this universe <laughs> my fate my favorite 
at the moment is it is unknown if Shia LaBeouf or Short Round will be in the movie. Um, well, it's because those fans... Harrison. There's a quote from Harrison Ford from 2017. Um, just the top. The first part of the line is is is. is <laughs> okay. <clears throat> if Nazis are back, I'm back. Brilliant. <laughs> that can be misconstrued. Um. Um. But um, no, I I get the whole you know, Charlotte Buff. I'm guessing won't be back because he's not had a lot of good publicity recently. I mean, yeah, he also actively comes out to hate this the film he was in. Yeah, because it was a, not a great movie. Um, uh, but I know a lot of fans have wanted an older short round to appear and kind of take on the mantle. Don't think that will happen, but it would be cool. Well, yeah, Spielberg. Spielberg has also come out and said he said uh, I can't remember when he said it, but he said Indiana Jones isn't being killed off in this film, so they'll retire him in a in a in a different way. But maybe he'll just retire at yeah. the end. Maybe he'll just be like, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm old. I'm like old, old, and I've got. I just need to go and sleep for a bit. Yeah, maybe he'll retire just like he did at the end of Crystal Skull when he got married and. Was settling down, but yeah. you know they can do it again. I wonder what they're gonna. I wonder what they're gonna do with this film. I, they, they might even like disregard the last one ever even happened, or act that like it didn't. Surprise me. Then again, those films don't always feel like they're connected anyway. Like they are all their own individual little stories. Yeah, I guess. I guess especially because you have you have Rose of the Lost Ark, but then you have um, the Temple of Doom, which takes place before, before Rose yeah. of the Lost Ark. So they could do something like that, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, not something like that in the sense that it's not going to take place before any of those films because Harrison Ford is much older. Uh, yeah, that's actually yeah, that's actually a very good point. He is. Uh, you never know. Maybe he'll just break a hip again or get trapped in a door like he did in Star Wars. Because have they even said whether or not what's her face is coming back? I can't remember the character's name. Marion. No. So the only the only two confirmed cast members are Harrison Ford and Phoebe Waller Bridge. Which is cool. Um, Phoebe Waller Bridges. I haven't seen her in great, much. Great actress, great writer as well. Yeah. Um, like most recently, she, I know she's been. Uh, she helped do the rewrites for uh, No Time to Die. Um. But yeah, I'm excited. Which, I do like. I love. Yeah. I love Indiana Jones. The film comes out on the 29th of July, 2022. Cool. So next year. So it should start filming at some point. It starts filming in the next month or two, I think. Cool. Very cool. Um, so yeah, we'll probably get a promo shot of, of a really old Harrison Ford looking like he doesn't particularly want to be there. I mean, I say that, he's always been very vocal in saying that Indiana Jones is a project that he's always enjoyed doing. Yeah, he absolutely. Um, we can gather from any time we've ever seen Harrison Ford do any interviews, he loves Indiana Jones, he hates Star Wars. Yeah, so <laughs> you never know. Maybe, maybe he'll smile in the promo pic that we'll get eventually. Yeah. 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 They should make Tom Cruise Indiana Jones. Jesus Christ. He'd be like sprint, sprinting through those fucking temples. <laughs> <laughs> Running from a boulder and the boulder's like, Jesus, I can't even keep up with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a... <laughs> they should... <laughs> 
Tom Cruise should play Crash Bandicoot in the live-action Crash Bandicoot. We'll save oh, that one for Jesus. later. We'll save that one Jesus for later. Christ, yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is superb, Lincoln. Or, or he should have played Sonic. Anyway, carry on. Let's go for... What's ever? What next? What's next? Oh, right. Uh, Black Adam. Yeah? A film. Oh, I thought you were talking about your friend, but and I was about to say that's a, not a nice way to refer to him. Anyway. I don't even know if I have a friend called Adam. That'd be awkward. I, I do. I do, but he's, he's ginger. Oh, fair. Um, <laughs> so, Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam movie has started filming. Um, it is both a sequel and also a spin-off <laughs> to Shazam. Are we ever... Who's... I just... I, I know there's probably an answer, but who's directing this movie? Because it can't just be Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam. It is a guy called... A I guy. Just a guy. It's nice. Uh, called... I can't... Juame Colette Serra. He's a Spanish-American film director and producer. He's most known for directing the horror films House of Wax, Orphan and The Shallows, as okay. well as Lisa Ned, Liam Neeson-led thriller films Unknown, Nonstop, Run All Night, oh. and The Commuter. Oh... <laughs> Um, he is also directed. Uh, he's direct director on Jungle Cruise. Okay. That comes out uh, <laughs> so, later this year. So it sounds like he's a guy that um, Dwayne Johnson has with... gone to and been like, "Hey, you, <laughs> you're doing my movies." <laughs> well, it's very, very it's very well because obviously this is done by the um, Dwayne Johnson's own production company as well. It's very known that Johnson has an active role in choosing the directors and stuff like that for his films. <laughs> So you must have you must have had a good filming experience on on Jungle Cruise. Um, well, I mean, yes. uh, he I mean, depends. I don't know when he was announced as director, but yeah, no, okay, uh, maybe yeah. Uh, film started filming yesterday. Um, Larry Larry Sher is the film cinematographer. He's most known for films such as Garden State, The Dictator, and The Hangover series. I can't believe you didn't mention. I don't know if you did mention it. Uh, you didn't mention that this director directed Goal Two: Living the Dream. Oh, no, I didn't mention the that. The sequel to the film Goal, which... <laughs> I've not seen them, but I know they just look awful. Anyway. Um, the film is going to known to be introduced in the Justice Society of America. Mm. It's going to have Noah... Uh, Centineo. Centineo, yeah, as Atom Smasher, Aldous Hodges Hawkman, Quintessa Swindell as Cyclone, and Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate. Yeah. Um, as well as some other casting that's been cast in unknown roles film comes out on july 29th 2022 Woo. Um, so yeah that's like filming very exciting don't know anything else about it but um, i just saw it and thought i'd throw it in there shazam because it's set in that shazam. universe it's set in that universe um cool yeah i'm looking forward to seeing to you, if, it, if it if it becomes good yeah i mean you know at least without being all of the rocks films are entertaining and in in, uh, in some regard i, I even, guess even the, i haven't seen even all the of his films um have you seen um his favorite sorry no no go ahead uh i can't remember the name of it right now the game plan oh that's from years and years ago right? disney channel original movie in it or something like that not disney channel yeah. original but like it's a it's a disney family movie i used to love that film <laughs> Didn't it have the little girl that was also in uh, Corey in the House? I don't that's know. her Raven spin-off. I don't know. I didn't watch that. Oh. Um, I don't know what the name of his daughter was. So. Fair. Is it? Have you seen Skyscraper? Madison P. 
Petties, and yeah, uh, she was known for her roles as Sophie Martinez in the Disney Channel comedy series Corey in the House. Oh, um, I was right. Yeah, yeah, you were right. What else has she been in? Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2, Beverly Hills Chihuahua oh, 3, cool. Viva La Fiesta, uh, Seven Pounds, with that's a Will Smith movie. Hmm. Uh, the Search for Santa Paws. All films I just don't care about. Yeah, I don't think her career's career took off as much as she wanted it to. Bless. Bless. Wish her luck. Oh wow, she's twenty two. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, have you seen have you seen um Skyscraper? No. Oh, what a heap of shit. But it's <laughs> <laughs> it's so so bad. But it's still entertaining with the fact that the rock, a uh, a disabled man with a prosthetic leg could <laughs> jump from a crane to a skyscraper and make it. Hey, you know, it's, it's cool. Um, but have you yeah, seen so... uh, Doom? No, <laughs> I haven't. I is need it... to watch that. All the films he's been in, he's got some good movies in there, but there's not like a lot. Let Let's be real. But you, no, but you can say that at least his films are entertaining. Like Skyscraper, I didn't enjoy as a film, but I still found it entertaining to say the least I guess so like the only ones I've that really enjoyed the most out of all of his films looking at them is um, the, the, I guess the, the Fast and Furious films he's in yeah. um, apart from Hobbs and Shaw I didn't actually like that film uh, uh, Fighting With My Family but he, he was he was himself in that film yep and I guess the recent Jumanji films yeah I really enjoyed Jumanji and I actually, when I first saw it, I did like the film *Pain and Gain* by Michael Bay, but it is—it is not great. Yeah, that's a—that's a—that's a terrible film. I would say it's terrible. I enjoyed it. <laughs> He's good at Moana. He I was in the—he was in the Baywatch I remake. I haven't seen Moana, and I hated Baywatch. It's bad, isn't it? Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Like it's really bad, really bad, really bad, really bad. Um. Anyway, moving on, Connor. What news do you have? There's ducks everywhere. Um, no. Um, I have news about a cast. <coughs> Hamilton's uh, Renee Elise Goldsberry has joined She-Hulk. I don't Ooh, know. What, I don't know what else she's, nice. she's been in. I just wrote down the like the title. <laughs> Fair play. Uh, I'm not gonna look her up quickly. Goldsberry. Elise Goldsberry, Goldsberry Elise. It was written as Goldsberry Elise when I saw it. No, no, it's really it's Elise Goldsberry. Fucking dickhead. Um, while you're looking for that, just quickly back on uh, Dwayne Johnson. Do you know he was in an episode of Transformers Prime? Yeah, I know he plays Cliff Jumper in the first episode and he's killed immediately. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. Right, of course, I know. I've seen Transformers Prime. Some of it. I apologise. Yeah. I apologise for doubting you. Um, this actress, R- Renee Elise Goldsberry, is is in the house with a clock in its walls, which was meant to be good, wasn't it? Yeah, that's actually meant to be really good. Yeah. Yeah. Never interested me when I saw it though. That trailers for it. Uh, the film Waves, which I've heard is also good. Yeah, I've heard good things about Waves. Um, she's done quite a bit of stage stuff, and not much TV stuff. But she's apparently part of the main voice cast in Fast and Furious Spy Racers. We love Spy Racers. Never seen it. Sure oh, it's, and she's in. Sure it's she's a regular good. in Altered Carbon, so I have seen her in something then. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently. What series? One or two? Well, it says her for series regular, so she was in it from 2018 to 2019, it says. Oh, okay. 
So she was in both seasons, Deadline? I guess. I don't recognise her. Um, but yeah, she's in She-Hulk. I don't know who she's playing, but she's in She-Hulk. Exciting times. Um, and other casting news, this is the most vaguest one I could find, but Paul Dano, Dano uh, is going to be in Spielberg's next film. Oh, I like Spielberg's next film? Doesn't say. Just says cool. Spielberg's next film. Um, but I like Paul Dano. Dano. Yes, I mean he's next. Pro- next thing you'll see, we'll see him in is uh, the Batman. Yeah, and he's he's great in uh, Prisoners. Yeah, I've heard he's fantastic in Prisoners. And Stallone has confirmed he will not be in Creed Three. Adrian. Well, Adrian's not in it anyway. Um, Adrian. But apparently, he won't be in Creed Three. Sad times. Sad times. Um, and I guess the other, the only other piece of news is the news that we both had. So, yeah, do we? Who you, wants to? I feel like you're more about this news, so you go first. Thanks, man. Thanks. No problem. Um. So, uh, I've completely lost my train of thought. No. So, uh, the Last of Us by Naughty Dog. Um, it was reported yesterday. It's not been confirmed, but it's been reported that Naughty Dog are remaking The Last of Us, remaking slash remastering. It's not really been made clear. I, all um, the reports are saying they're remaking it. Yeah, for the PlayStation Five, which makes no um, sense. Makes no sense at all, personally, because I can I can play the last. I've got a PlayStation Five, and I can play The Last of Us remastered fine. Well, it, on it. It, it's it's a matter of. It you know it came out at the end of the PS3 era and then it was remastered immediately for the PS4. Yep. Um, and then now the PS5 has obviously come out and then uh, before, before obviously before the PS5 came out there was just the Last of Us sequel. So I could it, I could understand the remaking it to to have the same look as the Last of Us Part Two, but then at the same time I would much rather them work on either a sequel to that or a new entity entirely or um do you know, do you know what i mean like it, not not it begs that is this is this a naughty dog decision or is it a sony decision yeah that could be a good point actually it could very well be a sony decision to kind of get that which is a um poor decision by in my opinion it's like they don't need a remake it doesn't need it well, no, the, like I said, the first one I think it plays really well still. I, I, I saw a title that says The Last of Us. Like uh, Sony is reportedly making The Last of Us for PS5 as it chases big hits, so maybe it's a matter of we haven't got a lot of ma- major titles on the PS5 yet. But I've seen loads of games for PS5 that I'm like, I want to play that. I want to play that. <laughs> loads. I don't Absolutely even, loads. I don't even have a PS5. Um, You know, Naughty Dog haven't come out and said anything yet, so I think it's a case of... Of this is still. It was reported originally by Bloomberg, um, so there's a sense of of uh, truth possibly. I mean, Bloomberg's not a bullshit uh, place for reports. Fucking that was. A, I it's a. It's, it's a. Well, it's a. It's a very well known news outlet. Um. So yeah. Um. But. I don't know. Maybe this is like misinterpreting news. Like, obviously, there's they always like they manage to kind of figure out what kind of games people are making based on casting, like casting calls or like job role. Ugh, why can't I speak today either? It's just, what's going on? Um, you know when they put oh, up so... 
they put up like application application well, not even applications oh, i don't know you know what i mean when they're hiring basically when they're hiring there we go people well, usually figure out what they're hiring for based on what they're what they're hiring like like people could figure out that oh they're planning to make a second uh, star wars jedi fallen order based on who they're hiring and stuff like that or yeah, true. Well, I'm I'm reading a bit of more of the of the Bloomberg report, and apparently, the Last of Us remake was originally being done by the Sony Visuals Art Service Group. It's a support orientated studio that was in San Diego. They were given the opportunity to remake the Last of Us uh, for the PS5 with the approval of Naughty Dog. However, Sony and Naughty Dog have now taken it from them and given it straight to the original developer of Naughty Dog. Um. So yeah, it's it's a weird one. I mean, I can see I can see Sony's point of view in terms of them going, oh, but we've got the Last of Us TV show coming out, we've got the Uncharted film coming out. Come on, this will just this will just add to that to that hype. But then at the same time, it's like I would much rather them make an Uncharted Five or a Last of Us Part Three or a completely new entity, a new a new project entirely. Because Naughty Dog make good games. Don't get me wrong, The Last of Us is one of my favourite games of all time. But I can still play it absolutely fine on Naughty Dog. My PlayStation. Naughty Dog do make good games, yeah. But I feel like maybe if they don't have, they they might not have a story for a new game. Yeah, this might just be a way of of them filling some time, possibly. Like I get, okay, it could be used. To, it could be used to promote when the show's coming out and stuff like that. But it doesn't need a re. It doesn't need it. It just doesn't. I mean, I haven't even played Last of Us. Like. And I've seen all the gameplay, but I know it doesn't need a remake. And yeah, I think it doesn't need a remake at all. I think in terms of what the, I don't know, I guess what they would do is they would just it would be a remaster more than a remake, I guess, because they wouldn't bring back all the actors to make the exact same game again. That's was, what I was thinking. Yeah, it's got to be more of a remaster. It's got to be. Oh, I maybe it's just been reported wrong. Maybe it's more of a case of they're they're remastering it again, but to have the same looking and graphics and design of part two because you know when you compare part one and part two obviously part two is a better looking game yeah you know it was designed I mean, for the ps4 slash ps5 yeah. so maybe they're doing it in that respect maybe but, but it's it still looks good for what it is they haven't done they didn't do it, that with any of the uncharted games yeah they released the nathan drake collection but they still look like they kind of they looked basically like they did on the ps3 and then well, exactly, yeah, uncharted 4 is a huge like, jump like <laughs> yeah and I mean, it's like you told me before the episode. There's rumours they're making an Uncharted Five as well. So I saw a ru- yeah, I only saw a rumour about that. I haven't seen it since. So let's have a little, let's have a little gander. Let's have a little quick look. Um, oh, so the most recent, uh, a recent uh, news story by NME says that the Days Gone sequel and a new Uncharted game have reportedly been cancelled by by Sony. Fair enough. I don't. I don't need a new Uncharted. Like, there's a that story's done. Not me. Yeah. No. You're right. It, it is. It is done. To be fair. Um. But then at the same time, if they released another one, I wouldn't be like. No. If they released. I still get it and play it. Yeah. If they released another one, yeah, of course I would probably still end up playing it. But I also don't need it. So I mean, I'd like another another game in that kind of style. But. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love I love all the games that Naughty Dog do. So, but I just yeah, I'm I'm personally not excited for a, a re. It's one of my favorite games, but I still don't 
need, I don't need another remaster. The previous remaster works absolutely fine. Yeah. What was that? Just because I just remembered it. And um, you remember there was like a, there was footage shown for a, a game that was being tit- that was being titled Project Athia when they showed off the PS5. Oh yeah. Um, and that's now it's that game is officially going to be called Forspoken. Um, I can't, I can't remember. What, I'm trying to remember what that kind of that game was like. What kind of game it was? There's a there was a recent. It's a it's an upcoming action role playing video game. Um, uh, oh, okay, yeah. So in the same vein as like, yeah, I get it. In a similar vein to, I guess, uh, Dark Souls and that. That they're action role plays, aren't they? Okay. Yeah. All it says is that the protagonist Frey Holland is a young woman who uses magical powers to survive a fantasy world. Um, the game will play will be fo- will be focused on terrain, traversal speed, and fluidity. Um, Square Enix have described it as a narr- narrative-driven adventure. That's a Square Enix um, game. Yeah, it will be released in 2022 for Microsoft and a PlayStation 5. Okay, yeah, because I've seen it uh, for PS- PC and PS5 is what I've seen everywhere. But yeah, yeah. I, just, I just thought of that game. I was thinking, has that got the traversal kind of thing or, like, or got like the the jumping around thing in Uncharted that I, I want from a game? But um, Yeah. Maybe. Anyway, that that was that was news, right? That was that was that was that was news. That was yeah. news. I that mean, was news. Um, I don't know. Wait, news, I don't know yes, what else. Correct. Let's let's look up for some news quickly. I'll sing a song for you all. What no, because like no, your song last week didn't didn't do good. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder. No, we're gonna get copyright claimed. Oh, uh, I think I don't know. Um. Rare Superman comic sells for record $3.25 million. Fair play, why not? Oh, it's a copy of Action Comics number one. <laughs> That's probably why then. Um, an unexpected way to pirate comic books on Amazon Kindle. Uh, yeah, let's not. <laughs> let's, uh, let's just go past According that. According to comicbook.com, which I don't know what how good they are with their news um, Captain Marvel 2 to begin filming next month nice which is cool if, if true um, um, comics folk react to the death of Prince Philip um, oh Jesus okay uh, yeah nothing interesting I just typed in comic book news <laughs> Netflix's uh, Daredevil series 1 is 6 years old today bloody hell Oh wait, Netflix are apparently it's rumored, but apparently working on a live-action Assassin's Creed story. Oh. I know they're doing an animated one, which was announced like five years ago or something. Yeah. So I don't know if they're still doing an animated one. <laughs> um, I know as well. Netflix have just acquired the rights to, uh, at least Netflix US have acquired the rights for Sony's theatrical. Oh yeah, uh, the library run. So they get they get all the films. <clears throat> Once they've been in cinema, directly to their streaming service. But an interesting part of it was, was it was like, so you're going to get sequels such as, you know, Spider Verse Two, and then it said Bad Boys and all that stuff, and then it said uh, it will also continue the Spider Man franchise as seen in the MCU. So I think even though we knew there'd be sequels, I think they've just low key confirmed that there'll be a sequel. I don't think Netflix would be the one to confirm that. Yeah, they're going to be there's going to be more films, but I think it means because there's still a sequel to come out for Spider Man, you know. Well, maybe, but yeah, just the way it was written, very much sounded like it was a maybe 
Um, um, a live action yeah, series. Sorry, a live action series, an animated series, and an anime series was announced in October 2020 for Netflix. Uh, that's Assassin's Creed. Sorry. Um, yeah. But nothing since. But in November, yeah, in November 2016, it was announced that Ubisoft and Netflix started talks regarding how to develop an Assassin's Creed series, and Addy. <clears throat> Adi Shankar was meant to be creating the series. He's the guy that has done the Castlevania series. Oh, nice. For Netflix. Um, and he's working on a Devil May Cry series. But it's like, when are these things meant to be coming? Yeah, that's the thing with Netflix. They don't give you concrete release dates. Yeah. And it'll, be they... like, it'll be like, they'll, they'll come through with a, oh, by the way, this film you've been waiting for, yeah, it comes out tomorrow. And it's I'll... like, oh, yeah. Okay. And all these things... I know Netflix are good at that in that when they announce something, it's coming. it means it's coming, like, soon. Like, yeah, you'll see it very soon. Um, but, like, this series was announced back in... Like, the Devil May Cry one was announced back in 2018. Jesus. It's like, yeah, okay, three years. It's a big animated series, maybe. But, I mean, and he's, I don't know what... I don't even know what's going on with Castlevania, either. Yeah, they've not really revealed anything about Castlevania, have they? Like, we've got season three, but when season... Is there a season four? <laughs> there must be, surely. Uh, it's so popular, and it's doing so well as well. Oh, wait, it says... Uh, last year in March, so that was around, like, soon after the series came out, the fourth, third series. Um, Netflix announced they had renewed the series for a fourth season, with the final, with this being the final season with uh, Warren Ellis' involvement. Oh. Uh, okay. He is a resident of Southend on Sea, England, apparently. Um. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, we just randomed some news. This was a, this, this was a mess of a news segment. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, when isn't it? <laughs> I don't know, I feel like we've had some good, like, in the past few weeks, we've had some good, like, pattern to the news. This is just, we just, like, fell through that. I think it's also because there's not been I wouldn't say there's been loads and loads of No, there's not been anything really recently. In, there's not been anything I'm truly interested in, to be honest. Yeah, it's def we're definitely having to proper find something to be able to, to Yeah. To bring up. Like I'm trying to think there was no trailers or anything really released, and if there was it's not anything I cared about. Yeah, I've not seen any new trailers this week actually. Ugh, yeah. So uh, next segment is a topic. It is a topic, but it's not the topic we promised. No. So as you would have uh, heard in last week's episode, we were going to do um, uh, basically films that came out in a certain year. So we chose the year we first met, 2015, and we were going to talk about just our favourite and kind of least favourite films from that year. Bit of a bit of a discussion, but we've delayed that for a couple of weeks purely because we realised that to talk about the films, we need to watch some of the films again. Yeah. And there's just not enough time in the day currently um, <laughs> saying that in the middle we of are pandemic um, in the middle of pandemic yeah we are busy people yeah we, we have, do jobs. have jobs <laughs> um, so that is coming and that is coming at some point in the next couple of weeks but we thought for this week we are uh, well it was, it's Connor's it was actually Connor's idea of a topic so I'll let him introduce it Oh, I have, I'm always bad at describing this idea but it's basically it's two ideas I had blended into one we're going to talk about some possible fan castings that we maybe thought of for certain films or roles that like we've you know liked so obviously you heard us touch on it earlier when we said Tom Cruise would be the perfect Crash Bandicoot which is confirmed now so yeah I'll, I'll confirm um, that later on today. which 
which is probably you know probably wouldn't happen but like that, that's a possible one and um if you listen to our falcon and the winter soldier episode we're also going to talk about um like directors slash writers i guess that we'd want to see take on certain franchises i say directors slash writers because they could be the kind of person that comes and directs and writes for example when ryan johnson yes. did the last jedi um but like so and my example for that was if Greta Gerwig was to do a Dragon Ball movie which would never happen because it's, that's <laughs> the wrong person for that series completely um, but yeah that's what we're going to talk about do you know who would be good for a Dragon Ball movie? Um, not Justin Wong or whatever his name was Christopher Nolan <laughs> I do have a Christopher Nolan one that I, but I'm not gonna, got... I'm not going to lead with it Okay, yeah, so I've got, so the way I've done it, I've got a couple of, 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 um, I was, of I was just castings. Was, I was going to say, I also have none of these written down, so I just... I, oh, fair. Yeah, I'm I just going to go of, off the Yeah, I have a couple of castings where I've, I've thought of some, there's a couple of very popular ones that have been on, um, that I found online uh, for certain for certain roles. But in terms of directors, I've written down just a couple of names of a couple of directors but I've not said what I'd like to see them for. Maybe mm. more of a discussion on our part. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Do you want to lead? Should I lead? Do you like? Well, I honestly, I let's. I wanted to do this as a more of a let's just like see what we can come up with kind of thing. Like I don't have that many I think about on like a daily basis or anything. Um, I don't really have that many to think about. I think the only ones, the only. What do you say, fan casting, right? Uh, I mean, us as fans because we're fans. I mean, just yeah. Who who do I mean, the who main... would we like to see play a certain role? Like, you know, the main one especially recently I've always gone to would be uh, John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic in the MCU. But that's, yeah, that's, that's what in my, that's my, that's my biggest and only kind of fan casting I really, yeah. and that's, I, I truly think about. Yeah. That's because of the internet. <laughs> but yeah, like that is a big one. That is like one that it would be cool. He'd be, he'd be a good Mr. Fantastic, I think. Yeah. I think he'd suit the role quite well. Um, Cause I know when people always talk about that, they're always like, Oh, it'd be good to see, um, yeah, him as Mr. Fantastic, uh, Emily Blunt as, uh, what's her name? The Invisible Woman. The Invisible Woman. Sue um, Storm. Sue Storm, yeah. Um, but then it's always like, oh, but who would play the Human Torch? Who would play... Uh, there's a lot of... There's a lot of... Thing. Uh, I've seen on the internet, there's a lot of one for Zac Efron to be the Human Torch. I think he could do and it. Like, I think he could do I it. I think he could. Yeah. Um, I know he's one that I've who, thought of. Yeah, he's one that I think of, and... And then I also saw John Cena for the thing. <laughs> oh no, that's perfect. No, because the thing's not right? really a, the thing's not really a dumbass, and I feel like John Cena plays those dumbass roles really well. Yeah, he does. He um, does very much play a dumbass. That would be good, though. I think I'm trying to think if there's any other, and it doesn't even have to be like a large actor because he's got be, he's probably going to be playing a CGI character anyway. They're not going to yeah, do it for sure. They won't do what they did with Michael Chiklis, where he's like in a costume. Ah, oh, Michael, Michael, apologies, if I just have to move my mic over. Michael, Michael Chiklis will always be the OT, the the original thing for me. And because he wasn't, Bring him back. Well, he wasn't the original thing, because there was obviously the, the cancelled Fantastic Four movie that was, was made. <laughs> um, um, bring him back. No, he's, no. Yeah. No. Oh, who could be, who would be great as the thing? I think John Cena has maybe I feel uh, if he if they wanted to play it like dumb I don't know but I haven't seen him play anything serious in any of his films yet I've only no, seen a couple no, of I've, nev- I've never seen him play a, a fully <clears throat> I think no I guess the most serious I've seen him is probably in Bumblebee 
No, he's so goofy in Bumblebee. There's that scene where he's uh, there's a scene when he's in the uh, it's like that kind of boardroom. Oh yeah, that's a good. Point, no, actually. did you? Uh, oh, you've watched it online, probably, didn't you? What Bumblebee? Bumblebee. I watched it on a on a streaming service. Yeah. Okay. Um, on the uh, special features of the DVD of the DVD of the Blu-ray, there's um like it's kind of I think it's just it's outtakes but it's just alternate bits from that scene but it's it's hilarious it's just John Cena being John Cena and he's he, he's brilliant we love that like I'm really I'm really looking forward to seeing him in Suicide Squad um oh uh, yeah he, he, I think he's definitely going to be a standout in that film for me yeah I'm trying to look at what films I've got in my room right now but there's nothing that I could pull someone from and be like they would be a good the thing Jackson um, Ford no, I mean, offer him enough money, he'd do it. He'd have the seriousness of it, but he's too old. Yeah, but he says it doesn't have to be necessarily a young thing. Or it could be an entirely CGI character, and Harrison Ford's the voice. Yeah, exactly. But then again, I don't think he'd do that either. I'd be like, he'd just, uh, I don't know. I just don't think he'd do it. I think the thing would end up being a CGI character, but they'd also need his human form, wouldn't they? Unless yeah, exactly. they, unless they introduce them already done, like as the Fantastic Four. I guess it depends on the route they go for the film as well. Um, welcome to I would have thought. I would have thought. Welcome to our Fantastic Four discussion podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought that they they're going to go for origin again. Yeah, maybe. So, um, but okay. So, I think Zac Efron would be a good Human Torch. I can't really think of anyone else. It'd have to be not. It doesn't have to be a young actor because Emily Blunt's not like. I mean, she's not old, but she's not young. Young. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Uh, I, thought, I did have, I did think of someone for for Doctor Doom actually. That's what I was about to say. Who would be a good Doctor Doom? Like, who'd be a good Victor Von Doom? What, what would you think of Viggo Mortensen? Um, I haven't seen him in much. Like, I think Green Book is the only film I've seen him in that's not Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, I've only seen him in Lord of the Rings. To be fair, um, maybe though, maybe. I, I just feel like feel like he has that that gravitas. I guess. Big not, word. That's my word of the week. Why not bring back the guy that played him in the original films who also played uh, the villain in The Runaways? <laughs> well then, if we're doing that, then I want Michael Chiklis back as the thing. Then I want Chris Evans back as the Human Torch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, my, that's our fan casting. No. Um, oh. Why not... No, I was going to just say a dumb actor's name for no reason. Um, let's not. Um... Oh, Victor Von Doom though—that's a good one because like that's a good role that you need to get perfect casting for that. Yeah, you need to have an actor that's got the flexibility and someone to, who's to... gonna who's gonna be that role for a while. Uh, yeah, because that when they bring in Doctor Doom in the MCU, that would probably be the big bad for that phase. I would have thought. Gary so Oldman. He, he... Jesus, <laughs> too old. I think. We all... Mouth the curb. Um. Um. Oh. Haley Joel Osment. No, I just I looked at my copy of Artificial Intelligence, but <laughs> he was the first actor that came to mind. But no, he does still do stuff. He was in The Boys season one. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander Skarsgård from The Legend of Tarzan. I mean, I like. I think Alexander Skarsgård's a good actor. He's a good actor, but not in that film. Specifically from that film. Ewan Ewan McGregor. As as Victor Von Doom. <laughs> yeah, why not? With his Scottish accent. Um 
Ben Stiller. Fuck you. Adam Sandler. <laughs> yes. That's Doctor, that's Doctor no, that's Doom. it. That's done. Adam Sandler is Doctor Doom. Moving on, we've sorted that. If you <laughs> no. don't like it, this is oh. our word is final and our word is law. Okay. I'm trying to no, I genuinely want to oh, I genuinely want to find like who's the best actor to be Victor Von Doom. Like, I wanna know. They'll they'll knock it out of the like the park when they cast whoever they're gonna cast, but Mads Mickelson. He's already in the universe. I know they've done it with other actors, but I don't think they'll bring him back. Uh, but the thing is, Matt Mickelson would have been perfect. He'd been great, wouldn't he? Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, now that you say it, he's like the best actor for it. Lars Mickelson. Let's bring Lars Mickelson into it. Colin Firth. Colin Firth. <laughs> <laughs> do you think he'd ever do a Marvel movie? Who, Colin Firth? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I think he would. He would. He would be in like a. Oh, what would he be in? I don't know. <laughs> Captain Britain. <laughs> yeah, probably. I can see him. I can see him. In like... Colin Firth's gonna get buff, and he's gonna play Captain Britain. Play <laughs> Captain Britain. I could see Colin Firth in like Captain Marvel, but when it's in like the Earth part of the film, like he's just a character really? from the eighties. Really. Um, I wouldn't imagine him in like Guardians of the Galaxy or an Avengers film, would you? I mean, I feel like that's the one where he's sharpened the most. But no, no, I wouldn't imagine him in one of those. Um, I don't think I, I don't think he'd ever do a Marvel movie. I mean, one no, day, he, one day. We've just confirmed it. We've confirmed it for Captain Britain. <laughs> he is Captain Britain. He is Captain Britain. What's his name? Something Braddock. Man, oh, I couldn't remember for the life of me. Doesn't matter. Um, Tom Cruise is Doctor Doom. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Could you? He would never. I don't think he would ever do a franchise film. I think he's actually actively no, said he... he would never do sequels and stuff. Yeah, he's very much a, a one and done kind of uh, film. It's hard because so many actors have already done Marvel stuff. That's the thing. Yeah, he gets it when you get to like Phase Four. Willem Dafoe. You cast. See, I saw someone said Willem Willem Dafoe for like the Joker. Uh, we don't need another old Joker. We had Joaquin Phoenix. Fair play. Johnny Depp. Mm. I don't think Disney will hire him again, unfortunately. This is going to turn out to an episode of us just fucking throwing out names for Doctor Doom. Ray Fiennes. <laughs> I'm Doctor Doom. <laughs> I have my own country. <laughs> uh, Andrew Scott. I mean, maybe. He could probably actually. He's got the charisma for it. it. I th- yeah, I think the thing with Andrew Scott is he has the he has the seriousness, and obviously he played he played Moriarty quite camp, I guess. I mean, he is gay, so. I mean, yes, but but. I'd want. I think he definitely nailed the seriousness because because Doctor Doom isn't exactly a, a light-hearted, funny role. It's a very serious uh, role. Yeah. So I can see, I can see Andrew Scott possibly. Maybe he'd be. I think he'd be a good casting for it. Maybe that's not. But maybe not whom Marvel will go with in the end. But I think he'd be all right. I'm just trying to think. There's not many. I think we we could go down forever 
talking about who could play Doctor Doom, but I don't think we'll find the right person. Ray Fiennes or Adam Sandler, like you said. I think we truly, who truly hit the nail on the head. It depends on what so age. You... It's what I'm saying it depends on what age they want him to be as well. Because typically they, I mean, with the other Fantastic Four stories, they've made him very involved with the Fantastic Four. Yeah, he's very, very much of similar ages. Um, and obviously, in his, I don't know what happened. I don't know if that's that's is that anything to do with how. In the actual comics, I know in the comics he's um. Obviously, he's in charge of his own country. Yes, I guess I get. Yeah, I guess if they bring that element into it as well, which I would have thought they would with Marvel, they would have actually stuck to the to that to that kind of route. They oh yeah, would probably want him maybe just a li- not older, but just a little bit more ex- uh, wise and experienced to be able to say that he could lead his own country. Yeah, they need him to. Um, they need. I think they the Marvel would definitely have him doing that when they introduce him. Yeah, so because of that, the the only logical explanation would be to get Sir Michael Caine in as Doctor Doom. But you need him to be a villain that's going to be there forever. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. Doom isn't the villain you bring in and then kill off in the same film. No, Doom's the villain that will stick around for he's an, a he, good he's phase a, or two. He's, a, he's like a final boss Avengers villain. Yeah, he's yeah he's the he's the one you build up to yeah. as if it's a like the new Thanos basically. That'd be a very interesting to take in the MCU as well, having him as the as the big bad for the next couple of phases for this saga, if you will. Maybe I think so. Well, it they they'll have to build him at some point. He would yeah, be a good. Yeah, it'd be as well. illogical not to you see. You see, if he wasn't cast as Baron, Baron Zima, I would have said Daniel uh, Brawl. Oh, yeah. as, as... Well, you just said logical, Zachary Quinto. <laughs> See, I was thinking Zachary Quinto for Namor. Maybe. Maybe. He's got the look. He does look a bit like a fish. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, if that's what you want to go with, yeah. Um, maybe then. Yeah. Or well, it doesn't... Well, I mean, we're also, we're also... I guess we're also basing it on where in Europe Latveria is supposed to be, but I'm saying we're, we're also exclusively only saying white actors, but... Yeah, it's meant true. to be. A, it is meant to be an Eastern European country, isn't it? Latveria. Yeah, that. Yeah, that was kind of my my reasoning. But I mean, any. I mean, anyone could play him. This. Yeah, no, anyone not... could. But I think it is supposed to be a. Its largest, its capital and largest city is Doomstadt. Oh. Come on, when you think of, when you think of fan casting, who are, what 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 kind of comes to mind? What's a character you would love to see? Um, I know the the only one I've I posted on Twitter recently ish um, is I'd like to see Brie Larson and Tessa Thompson play a live action Adora and Catcher in a She-Ra movie. Yeah, I could see that actually. Um, I know, I don't know She-Ra too well, but I know of the characters and yeah. I know that I think Brie Larson's I think that would be very good casting. Yeah, I think Brie Larson's a very good shout for Adora. It depends on how yeah. young, how old they'd want to make the character in the film because I know she's meant to be young adult late teens I think in the in the Shira series they feel that they act like teenagers anyway um yeah but like if they were going for a, a more mature age then like those are two actors that I'd love to see actually work together because they haven't but they are like close yeah true um and I feel like those are two roles where I could see them opposite each other and it would be good and it would make all the lesbians happy it would make all the lesbians happy Another another quote for a mug just there. <laughs> but yeah, that's like one that 
that, like well two that come to mind really strong for me you see I have I have an actor in mind right he has he has already been in the MCU for mm. example um, but I would I'd love to see him take on a larger role in a universe like that or in the DC universe and it would be uh, Sterling K. Brown yeah because I think he's he's a very versatile actor he's a very good actor he does comedy well but he also does the seriousness and like drama quite well and I'd really I'd be really interested in seeing him take on a bigger a bigger role whether that's in a universe like Marvel or DC or or a separate franchise entirely um I, I think mm. that'd be something really really interesting to see but it's it's finding that role that he could he could fit with um, just speaking of uh, Sterling K. Brown, watch the film Marshall. It's a it's a Chadwick Boseman film. Yeah. Uh, Sterling K. Brown's in it as well. He, they're both very good in it. Um, it's a very good film. It might be one of my favourite Chadwick Boseman performances. So you should, yeah, you should watch that. I'll jump on that for sure then. I'm not sure where it is online. I think it might be on Amazon, um, but I'm not sure. But yeah, um, Sterling K. Brown, I'd like to see him do something more in the Marvel Universe. Like he, yeah, he, he, he doesn't get a big role in Black Panther. Um, or well, not necessarily mean, Marvel, has... but obviously, but uh, something, something. Yeah, I'd like to see him in one of those franchise films, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'd like to see. I'd like to see him take on a a, a, a quite big meteor role. Like, I was watching um, uh, Hotel Artemis the other day. I watched that I the first time. I still need to watch that. And yeah, and he's, and I was just thinking about in the films that I've seen him in, he's always been a standout for me. Like mm. he's always been a great actor that. That I've always really enjoyed, and I just think that it'd be a really, a really interesting um, uh, person to cast. Like, like I saw some people said that he'd make a great like Lucius Fox um, in in like the Batman franchise, and I was like, yeah, no, that'd be good. But I'd, I also want him to like, not nothing that I'd want him to take something different. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, like something. Um, cast him as Batman do you know what I mean like something just just something really interesting but yeah that's that's one actor that always comes to my mind yeah um I know uh that, that, I'd like to see him do something yeah I'd definitely like to see him step up in a big like in a big big role because he hasn't really done a lot of big roles has he no not really no that'd be interesting um to see at some point I tried to just look at the fan castings on um Twitter, but that that wasn't a good idea because there's none, none good. Um, I was about to say like there's obviously like some Star Wars things that people want to see, so like Ezra and that. But it's, it seems like we're gonna get the guy that played Aladdin as Ezra, which I don't I don't hate. He's no, I don't. Aladdin no, I'm well. I'm like not against that because I don't I haven't seen Aladdin, so I don't, I don't know who could play Ezra otherwise. Like. I know a lot of people were like, "Oh, maybe it's going to be Rahul Kohli because he was, you know, teasing everyone online that he would do it." Yeah. Um, well, here's a here's a here's but, a question for you then. Yeah. Who? What act? Not necessarily in a role. What actor would you be really interested in seeing in the Star Wars universe? I mean, this is I'm very biased towards this actor in particular, um, but Brie Larson. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. Yeah. Um, that was. As soon as I asked the question, I was like, that's his answer. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm obviously very biased towards Brie Larson, though. Um, in, in Star Wars, I want to try and think of an act, like an, an actual actor as opposed to an Academy Award winner. Um, <laughs> um, just because I've got it in my room, I've got Mad Max in my room. Tom Hardy? Like, actually, 
You know what? I was thinking of Tom Hardy for, for Star Wars or like a DC MCU film as well. I know people were like he she, he could be a good Wolverine, but I think I, I also think... like the idea when people were like Taron Egerton should be Wolverine. I think the thing with Wolverine, right? With Tom Hardy's Wolverine, I think it would very much depend on. Could, does he have the ability to do it? Yeah, of course. But yeah. I think it very much depends on the writing for him. Oh, well, I mean, of course. Um, but like, we're talking about. I mean, it, obviously, we're talking about casting specifically in this. I know, obviously, now he's Venom, uh, but Eddie Brock, he's not actually Venom. But yeah, <laughs> I could see. Yeah, I could see. I could see Tom Hardy as like a Wolverine type type character for sure yeah i think he's got it like he could he's got the intensity he's got the a look about him that it could it's either that or i'd see him as the punisher if they were recasting the punisher oh but i i don't want to see anyone other than john bernthal as a punisher now like john bernthal's no, no, amazing same. but yeah if they ever did recast the punisher tom hardy maybe i just feel like it fits it's good no it would be a good casting yeah um don't know there's not a lot like I can think of I'm trying to think of any other Marvel characters that like, maybe haven't shown up tell you what right right yeah what about I'm right I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a franchise right? I'm gonna give you a film or a franchise oh I just thought sorry what? I just thought of a casting that might be good and it takes something it takes it in a little bit of a di- different direction the okay. character specifically um I say it takes it in a different direction because it's not white um but Lance Reddick as Professor X yeah, I can see that. Like he's bald. <laughs> True. Um, and he can sit in a wheelchair. <laughs> yes, that's correct. That's that's literally the two, the two you... main <laughs> priorities. <laughs> you need to be bald and be able to sit in a wheelchair. If you could do that, you're Professor X. And if they're introducing Magneto at any point, then they're probably gonna are they gonna make turn around and be like, ah, oh, they won't make him the Wanda's father now because we've seen her dad in flashbacks yeah they won't make her one as far but then when it comes to like stuff like that would they would they try and bring back Fassbender or would they would I'd they like to see them do Fassbender and like Matt McAvoy come back but because I like them but they weren't I could see I could... they weren't they didn't have the best send off <laughs> yeah but I, th- I think out of all of the actors in, in the X-Men films I could see those two being the ones that them and obviously Hugh Jackman but, but mm. those two especially be the ones to come over i think the rest of the younger cast not necessarily no it's also if they'd want to do that like if they'd want to carry on playing the roles in you know in a different universe yeah and it depends on also it also depends on how they introduce the mutants um but yeah i'd like to see them carry on in the roles but i'm just yeah trying to think oh who else could do it otherwise i can't think of another like person who could possibly play magneto but yeah lance reddick could be a good I think I think Mag- Magneto is one of those roles like Doctor Doom that you have to really cast. But you correctly. cast, yeah, because you're casting for a time period as well. Like he was, he he's Jewish, isn't he? Yeah, is he, and I is think he actually Jewish. Up. Like, is yeah, I, uh, I'm not too sure. Like he as was, he was in the Holocaust. Yet. He was in the Holocaust, so he must have been Jewish. Oh yeah, no, the sorry, the character, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I was unsure if you meant the character or. Like the, the actor. Yeah. No, sorry. That's um, me being silly. Um, well, I have one for you, right? Before we before we turn to directors, right? Right. 
let's let's think of some franchises, right? This is still related to fan casting, but for example, who, what two actors hmm. would you cast to lead a Men in Black film? Um, <laughs> you see, that's hard because, like, if I was to pick any two actors in any period of time, it'd be Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. But <laughs> see, I'd pick I'd pick Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. And take it in that direction. Mm, I don't know. They film. haven't done anything together for a while. They did that series, didn't they? That's on Amazon Prime. But yeah. Simon Pegg's like barely. Could, it, right? Yeah, I could see them. I could see them doing a film like that and taking it in a more humorous, humorous direction. Maybe I don't know. I don't. I like that. That's the kind of things like maybe they only they only really work well together with Edgar Wright. Yeah, that's true. Um. Oh wait! I just sorry. I just because of that, I went. My mind went to Paul, and I just remembered who I thought would be a good casting for um, the thing. Seth Rogen. <gasps> God. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> that's actually that's a stellar choice. That's stellar casting. Yeah. Seth Rogen, Zac Efron, um, they've been in a film together. John, John, John Krasinski, Krasinski and Emily Blunt are the Fantastic Four. We've just confirmed it for you. Disney, that's kind of confirmed. We've just done it for you. Uh, but um, I, you also didn't tell me who. You, I mean, you can tell me who. You've always said who you'd like to see do Men in Black. But yeah, Men in Black. I don't know. It's not one I'm like that interested in seeing. Well, well no, you, I'm just thinking of like, like franchise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're talking a lot about like Marvel and DC, but there's also other franchises that'd be interesting. Yeah, I don't to... know. There aren't many actors that I'd like to 100% see work as a duo together. Like, and I don't necessarily think it has to be a, a duo that have worked together in the past. It's like who could work good together. But I can't think of anyone well, for that role. I've so... just thought of an actor I'd I'd love to see in MCU or DC actually. Mm-hmm. Just completely uh, contradicting myself, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> But he would. What role would you cast him in? I know. I mean, I like the idea when people said that he should have played. He was when the people were fan casting him as Moon Knight. That was a really good casting. I think that was a fan. Yeah, that was like, a fantastic casting. He could play that role really well. Um, but I'm happy with who they're seemingly going with, which is Oscar Isaac. Yep, great actor. <clears throat> uh, I don't Keanu Reeves. I don't know who he, I'd see him playing, but or would he would he suit more to a Star Wars film? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I no, I sorry, I don't think. But you never said like who you'd like to see in a Star Wars film. Uh, I said Brie Larson because obviously. Oh. Oh crikey. Uh. Okay. I. Someone like I mean I'm obviously a big Doctor Who fan, right? Mm-hmm. But someone like David Tennant or Matt Smith. Matt Smith was meant to be in Rise of Skywalker, but he got cut. I'd have been very interested to see how an actor's, how an actor like one of like those two, would fit into that universe. Matt, I think they would fit. I think Matt Smith would fit. Matt Smith would really fit as like an imperial officer kind, or even like a senator. Yeah. Kind of role. I mean, if you're thinking of what there is of Star Wars now, like those are the kinds of roles I would definitely, I could see Matt Smith in. Like, in terms of his stature as like how he holds himself and stuff, and like, obviously. I say that, and he, when he played the Doctor, he was always kind of hunched over a lot, weren't he? <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I'm trying to think of, like, when he's, like, he's got that kind of... if you, I could picture him in, like, an Imperial outfit. Yeah, I could picture him very much like, like a General Hux or a, like a, a, a Thrawn-type yeah. character. Yeah. Um, 
I think he'd make a good Thrawn, you know. I think he would make a good Thrawn. I would love to see them just get Lars Mikkelsen to do it in live action. <laughs> no, just because of that voice. That just because of that voice. Like, that's what makes Thrawn for me. But yeah, um, no, he would be a good Thrawn. Like, he is one of the... When I first um, heard that he might be in a Star Wars, I was like, he'd be a good Thrawn. Like, he would be. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. Um, David Tennant, I feel like, doesn't... F- I don't know, his look doesn't fit Star Wars, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, that's why I was thinking. Like, I think Matt Smith definitely has more of a, of that Star Wars. David Tennant's that kind of... He could be a good, like, John Constantine. Yes, actually. I could see that working really well. Um... I can't think of him uh, apart from Kilgrave in Marvel, and Kilgrave's such like a niche have character. Him, so, like, have have like a David Tennant as John Constantine, but then have that director be someone like Raimi or Scott Derrickson to <laughs> to direct a John uh, John Constantine film. I think would be so. It's like Doctor Strange, I guess. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. But yeah, um, what about? I mean, we're already getting him in uh, Suicide Squad, but Peter Capaldi in in a Marvel movie. Oh, uh, him in a Star Wars as like an eccentric kind of character would work. Yeah, I think he. I think Capaldi would be more suited to a Star Wars than a, than an MCU film. Yeah, he'd be good in a Star Wars. Um. Yeah. <laughs> we move on to do you want to move on to directors? We, yeah, we have to say we had Christopher Eccleston in a Marvel movie. <laughs> he was Malekith. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, he was, wasn't he? A film he actively hates. Yeah, because that film's not great. It's good. No, I mean it's fine. It's fine. I like the soundtrack. To be fair, even though it's not amazing. Um, directors. Now I have the one big one I want to pull out, which I'm not going to do yet. But oh, okay. Just because it's one that could that I mean maybe I can do that one first. This one could be quite a longer discussion. That's why. So I've not got as many directors in mind. Um, I think the only ones that would come to mind, like I'd, I wouldn't know what to, to films to select, to select directors like Denis Villeneuve or Jordan Peele, Edgar Wright, Guillermo del Toro. Well, um, well Denis like Villeneuve kind of directors, but D- Denis Villeneuve, I feel, is very he could do a good Star Wars movie, but he's basically doing that with Dune because Dune inspired Star Wars. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I wouldn't see him for like any of the Marvel stuff or anything like that. No. Um, or DC, or even DC, maybe. I could have seen. Denny Bill knew. I know he's very. He leans a lot into the sci-fi kind of stuff, but he could have made a really interesting Batman movie. Yeah, that would have been very interesting. It'd been very dark as well, I think. Yeah, and I feel like I'm thinking of like the way he shoots things in, for example, uh, Blade Runner. But then I'm also thinking of how gritty kind of prisoners can feel. And I, I haven't seen Sicario, but I know he did that as well. So. Yeah, he's got range as a director. That's what I'm basically saying. He so he could make like one of those films, like something like that. And I feel like the one in DC he would probably lean towards is Batman. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see that. Trying to think Come of on, what's your, but my what's big your, the, the big one is I'd love. One. It's not. I guess it's it's a big one in that it's a big director and a big franchise. I'd like to see Christopher Nolan take on the Star Wars movie. That would be very interesting. Like I'd love to see, Very like his the way he makes films done in Star Wars. Yeah, like I know I get he he is like he loves a lot of the practical kind of stuff and that you're kind of throwing a lot of that out with Star Wars. Yeah, but I I think he could do something good with it. 
I I'd see I when I thought Nolan right, and bear with me on this, I'd like to see him do like a Nick Fury esque espionage film. I guess I guess he could do something like that, yeah. Um, I think no, yeah, I think Nolan's a hard one because he takes. But his projects, he, takes... Are, he does like he does a lot of personal projects. Obviously, like he's more like I yeah. want to do this thing because I want to do this thing. Um, what kind of Star Wars film would you? I see. I don't. That's doing? what I can't. I mean, I can. I know he's done like good space stuff in Interstellar. <laughs> and he I knows can see how him to doing do... a, a. He knows how to do like spect spectacular like action stuff. So that's why I'm like thinking like he could make like a a proper like gritty Star Wars war movie. Which we yeah, something we... like that, or like a, a bounty hunter type, maybe film. something like that. Like I think, yeah, it's a hard one, but it was just one I thought of. I was like, I think he'd be a great director to take on that. Yeah, he'd be fantastic. Um, but but yeah, that was the, that's technically the big one I had. I don't really have that many, but um. Some of the directors I'd like to see take on, like Star Wars, for example, are going to do Star Wars. Like Ryan Johnson's still going to do his trilogy at some point, or his other Star Wars idea. Yep. Um, Taka Waititi's doing a Star Wars film. I'm so excited for that. Whenever that one's coming, I think that's the one that's coming after the next one, obviously, which is uh, Patty Jenkins doing Rogue Squadron. Yeah, because I feel that'll coincide with him finishing um... Thor. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I feel like. The director's one is a bit more, is a bit harder, unless you have a director you're actively a big fan of. Like, it would have been great to see Edgar Wright do Ant-Man, for example. Yeah. But, obviously that didn't go well. And I mean, I'd like to see Edgar Wright take on something else like that, but... See, I think he would be good in a in a Guardians or Suicide Squad type role. But obviously those films are now done. But like, like yeah. some, something along those, those at that aspect, I'd be interested in in seeing from him because I feel like that that suits his directorial style quite well yeah um Gomero del Toro I'd be very interested in seeing make a form of fantasy horror film within like DC or Marvel as well um like like Raimi's doing with Doctor Strange too I feel like I feel like Gomero del Toro would be really interested to get that to get his kind of imagery from his films into a film like that yeah he did like obviously he did Hellboy, um, yeah exactly. And like that first Hellboy is great. You know what? The first I love the second Hellboy as well. They're both great films. Um, and he obviously did the first Pacific Rim. We are cancelling. Lips. <laughs> it's funny because it cut out, so it sounded like you said we are cancelling the lips. Um. <laughs> yeah, directors is hard actually. I just thought I just I was just like yeah, let's just do it. Let's see. Let's see. Um. I mean it's the same franchise that we've mentioned already and it's one that's already got a good director working on one but David Fincher in a Batman movie making a Batman yeah, movie yeah that'd be great like, that'd be great he'd be good Jordan, for that Jordan Peele doing a Batman movie but like <laughs> a like a hallucinogenic killing joke type oh, gotta be, there's got to be something else then that he could do something that's similar to that kind of um, something a bit more insane. Or maybe maybe Jordan Peele for like a John Constantine type film, possibly. Because I feel like that that kind of character and those elements would fit well with films that he makes. Very psychological, but also quite physical. Yeah. Horror. 
Yeah. Mm. That'd be sick. I don't need. I can't think of like because uh, again, she's the kind of director that seems to make more grounded stories. As it's like Gre- Greta Gerwig, I can't think of anything. She's only directed two f- uh, films anyway, so. Yeah, and I've not. I don't think I've seen either of them, so um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. Little Women what, and Lady Bird. Yeah, so I wouldn't know what she, what she would be. Be. I mean, no, it's that. Those, no, no, it's those kinds of stories that like she wouldn't. She's not made for. I don't think she. She might end up doing a franchise kind of film someday, but. No. Well, that'd be great. It'd be. I'm, I'm sure she'd be amazing at it as well. No, oh, I mean, she's, yeah, she's a fantastic director. It's like someone like Chloe Zhao. She's a. She's definitely an independent filmmaker in terms of like Nomadland, but she's making Eternals, yeah. which is like I'm Very so ridiculously there. excited. Oh yeah, yeah. I think everybody is. I don't think, yeah, I don't think there's anyone that's not excited for Eternals. Yeah, no, for sure. I'd like to see me make a Godzilla series. Who, you? Yeah, me. Because all it would be is just monsters fighting. Like, literally, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd like to make a... I'd like to be the new showrunner of Doctor Who. <laughs> it would just be you bringing back all your favourite characters. Pretty much. Be you playing with your favourite toys, essentially. Which is what it would be for me <laughs> with, me with Godzilla. I'd just be like, yeah, Godzilla's fighting this monster this week. But that's what I want to... I want a show that is Monster of the Week... But it's Godzilla fighting those monsters. <laughs> the episode starts off with him at home, and then he just goes, "Oh fuck it, here we go again." Well, it's more of a, it could be something like not obviously it would work better in like uh, probably an animated kind of show, but it's something like oh you get like these like uh, images of this like normal city. It feels like you're not following any characters. It's just people just walking around doing their day to day business, and then suddenly a big monster appears out of nowhere, and they're all panicking. It's destroying the city, and then Godzilla shows up, fights the monster for a bit goes back into the ocean episode ends <laughs> I've got a, I've got a name of a director for you yeah Peter Jackson what would you mm. see him directing I mean I've only seen him direct I mean I've never seen him direct that'd be cool um <laughs> the Lord of the Rings sick, Hobbit films and and uh King Kong I haven't watched anything else he's done, so... Yeah, he definitely would do a film of... He likes to do films with big, like, scale. I can see him doing, like, a Pacific Rim. Perhaps. Perhaps. Um, no, I can't actually think of anything that, like, I would want to see him do. Yeah. Apparently he's a producer on District 9. <laughs> what was he actually? Yeah. Can't think of any other directors or actors. I'd like to see Neil Blomkamp do an alien film like he was meant to. Yep. I'd like to see John Hamm in something. <laughs> in something, yeah. Two Face. He'd be good as Two Face. Yeah, actually, I think he'd be a good Harvey Dent. Um, Harvey Dent. Have you got any more, or is that? Is I that really, I don't think I do. Actually, I thought we'd have more to discuss more let's I mean we could always dip back into actors and just be like oh who else would we see in a Star Wars film who else would suit that kind of universe who else in a Star Wars film like think about like the kind of direction that Star Wars seems to be going in as well like uh, maybe if it's more taking place before uh, Phantom Menace like the uh, High Republic kind of era like who would you like to see in that kind of era who would play a good like Sith Lord and stuff like that 
Well, I know a lot of people are saying, uh, especially from the cover of the first High Republic book, Light of the Jedi, Jodie Whittaker as a as a. I've seen people saying Brie Larson for that role. Oh, Me. really? Yeah. For that, thought I'm guessing the blonde woman. Yeah, I can't remember. Fight her. to the death. I can't remember her name. Um, no, fight to the death. They're just they're just women, Harry. Leave them alone. Sorry. I <laughs> it's whoever gets cast no one's going to hurt anyone and I'd like I think I'd like to see Brie Larson be a Jedi and I, I don't know maybe yeah maybe Jodie Whittaker I haven't I seen too I, much I, range from her see I've seen a lot of different things from Jodie Whittaker and I think I think that she'd be really good in in a in a Star Wars or even an MCU type type role more Star Wars I think suits Yeah, maybe. Not yeah, like I say, I can't speak to to Jodie Whittaker like what I'd see her in. Um Yeah. I, 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 and again a lot of actors have been in Star Wars films, so That's no but that's the thing, like it's so hard to Oh yeah it is. It's hard and, and there aren't that many like Marvel characters we haven't seen yet that it would be like, Oh, it'd be cool to see this person play that character. Yeah. Um, and because like obviously there are so many new up and coming actors that are really good that we don't know of and stuff like that or know we haven't seen in a lot of stuff you yeah know, that's a good point it's, actually it's still harder to figure out um, I know there's obviously the it's not really necessarily a fan casting it's mainly it's mainly a rumoured casting that like obviously Daisy Ridley is going to be Spider-Woman I could see that um, oh, no, I think she'd be good. Like, what, do you think there's a role out there for um, Adam Driver in any of those kinds of films? I feel like I feel like Adam Driver would be would suit more the DC universe as opposed I mean, to Marvel. He was supposed to. They were gonna. They were looking at him for a Nightwing, weren't they? At one point. Yeah, like I could see him much more in like the Batman DC. Maybe. universe as opposed to Marvel. to Marvel I wouldn't know what to cast him in in Marvel is the thing Galactus just just do it just throw him out there He just it's just a big Adam Driver with his big 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 torso Fredo <laughs> um, uh... and it's funny because there are so many actors that are going to show up in Marvel films that we're like we wouldn't have expected before like obviously we're getting Christian Bale in Thor Love and Thunder yeah, no, exactly. And he's the kind of it, actor to be like, oh, where would where would you put him? And it's like he's already going to be. But then you something. hear, but then you hear what he's been casting. You go, oh no, of course he's he's that he's going to be that role. Like that's isn't he? Gore that the, makes sense. Gore the God Hunter or something. Gore the God Butcher. That's who he's playing. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be exciting. I wanted I wanted them to be Beta Ray Bill. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone did at one point. <laughs> who could be Beta Ray Bill? It doesn't have to be a knowable face because he's got a he's got a horse face or whatever not a horse face is it a horse face I don't know it's a, it's a face mm. <laughs> so who could be better in Bill <laughs> Christopher Walken no <laughs> I don't know why that's the, the actor that came to my head but Christopher Walken is a villain in a Star Wars film yeah that good <laughs> in charge of the Empire what is he 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 must be quite old now. I want to say like fifties, 
60s. I wouldn't say... 50s, 60s. He's 78. Is he really? Christopher Walken. He's been around for years. Jesus. He's before our time. He was in Pulp Fiction. Which is like... Just a little bit. Yeah, Which makes him old. I mean, he wasn't young in that. Would you cast John Travolta in anything? No. <laughs> He's had enough chances. Fair play. Um, there's, there's actually uh, an American action film called McBain, which came out after The Simpsons had started, but I don't know if before McBain had been the character in The Simpsons. McBain. Sorry, I just found it. I was just like, wait a minute. Uh, nonetheless, wait, sorry. McBain was originally the name of an action movie character on the. Okay, he was originally a character in The Simpsons, but then they made a McBain movie. We love that. The Simpsons had to, like, Mac, uh, the production team had to clear the use of the name. Um, but, okay, and then they introduced the name of the actor, Rainier Wolfcastle, in The Simpsons. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Um, who else? Would, I'm going to click on a random film from uh, Christopher Walken's uh, filmography, and we're going to try and cast everyone on the list. Brilliant. <laughs> In something. Uh, I chose the wrong actor to do this to. <laughs> Alright, Batman Returns. We're going to go here, and we're going to try and cast some of these actors. I mean... Right. Who would? Oh, okay. And Michael Keaton's already been in DC and Marvel. Could you see him yes, in Star so. Wars? No. Or is there anything else, uh, like a franchise you're a fan of, or anything that you would think he would suit? I don't think so. You know, I think I would have chosen Marvel or DC out of anything. And he's great as Vulture, and obviously he's coming back as Batman, maybe. Yeah, depending on COVID. Yep. Um. So yeah, I don't know. Actually, no, yeah, I don't think he. I, he could probably. I mean, if Michael Keaton showed up in a Star Wars film, I wouldn't be surprised. But okay, we'll go on to the next cast member then. So that's a, that's a, that's a, Michael Keaton's already Batman. That's yeah. We'll move on. Exactly. He Dan- doesn't need anything else. Danny DeVito. Oh, I'd love to see him in a, in a Star Wars movie. I genuinely, I'd I'd love to see that. I think that'd be brilliant has what I'm trying to think like he could be good in like a I can see him as like one a junk like, like in a bounty hunter like a junker yeah I'm trying to think of like, a, like some sort of scavenger he's like a pilot on a ship or something not a pilot necessarily but like he works on a ship or something like that he's part of a crew yeah, he's, like... he's got to be part he'll be part of a crew I can see oh my him... god no the always sunny in Philadelphia crew managing their own ship in Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> it's just no, be... it's just the biggest heap of shit in the universe, and they're just stri- and they they're just doing their best. People. They're just doing their yeah. best, and they're just terrible people. Like a group of like yeah, a group of fucking like not necessarily bounty hunters, but they're just yeah. Oh my god, that would be great. <laughs> I'd love that. I genuinely. I've you've paid got money to watch that. You've got Glenn Howerton as the suave, like I'm the I'm the, you know I'm the one that's basically their characters, but they're in space. <laughs> yeah, Glenn Howerton would think he's like the Han Solo type role. Yeah, he's the heartthrob scavenger. Um, yeah, and you've got uh, <laughs> um, Rob McElhenney just being like Mac. Chewbacca. 
he, he's essentially his Chewbacca, but um, Glenn Howerton's character, like so Dennis, doesn't want him there. <laughs> and we know Charlie Day would be like he's like R2 a me- D2. He's he's the mechanic or something like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But mechanic, he can't, yeah. and he's just about keeping the ship running. They don't know how. <laughs> yeah, for sure, I could see that. That'd be. That'd be... I, I generally think we've peaked there. That's that's great casting. We didn't think of a character. Uh, what would who who would what would D be? What's the actress's name? Caitlin uh, Olsen. I feel like she'd be like a Ray, right? But I feel like, but bear with me. I feel like she'd be. <laughs> she's a scavenger, like but she's, she's like. She's a Jedi, but she just really doesn't want to oh. be. No, but she she's like Ray, like a scavenger slash Jedi, but she just she absolutely mm. hates every single part of it. Like she just doesn't want to be there. Give her force powers though, and give her the characterization of D. I feel like she'd be. Nah, nah, not a Jedi. I can't give. Don't don't give her. I can't give her force powers. Me personally, I can't. Nah. Fair. But yeah, <laughs> you're selling in Philadelphia crew in space. That'd be great. I generally uh, think we've picked. Um, probably anyone else in this club? Michelle Pfeiffer. She's, yeah, she's already in. Both. In both, yeah. Christopher Walken, nah. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm only gonna go for like known actors. I don't know who any of the rest of this is. Actually, that's it. I don't know who any of the rest of them are. <laughs> you could. Could you see Tim Burton directing another like big franchise movie? Not really. I think. I think. I, he's very much sticking to his own kind of projects now, isn't he? I mean, the last film we did was Dumbo. Oh. Shit, yeah, he did. The film before that was Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, which is based on a book, right? Yeah, yeah that's a book series. So I guess I think it it says it's based on a novel with the same name. Um, and he has done franchise stuff. I mean, not franchise stuff, but he's done stuff. He's done a lot of things based on things. Alice in Wonderland, Sweeney Todd, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Planet of the Apes. Oh shit! Yeah, he has. Batman, like you know, he's done a lot of things that are based on things. So. Maybe he's got. Maybe them. then, but then I don't know. I don't know if his style would would suit MCU or Star Wars. No, I don't think. I think Batman was was the logical choice for him. Back then, yeah, <laughs> not now. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Um. Can't think then. I think I don't know unless you have anyone else that just comes to mind as we're. Not no, not off the top of my head, you know. Nothing for Mark Wahlberg. Nah, he can he can stay in his lane. <laughs> Helena Bonham Carter. No, as some sort really. oh, as like a character similar to like Mother Towson in the Clone Wars kind of character. That her. Yeah, the, actually, the witch, like the, a witch in Star Wars essentially. Yeah. <laughs> What's been okay? So to to round up, right? Yeah. What's been your favorite bit of casting we've said? I liked our Fantastic Four, but we did take basically from a lot of other fan castings for that one. I just like my uh, what's his name? What have forgotten? Seth Rogen is the thing. Like, um, big fan of that casting. I like our idea of um, like David Tennant as John Constantine. I'm not overly familiar yeah. with John Constantine, but he's a good. He'd be a good fit for that character. Yeah, I think mine would be either Matt Smith in Star Wars or. Um, Andrew Scott as as Doctor Doom. <laughs> oh, 
excuse me, excuse me, listeners, my dog wants to wants to leave the room. I'll take you out, smack myself into a light lampshade that I've done six times over the past two days. Lol. That's a that was a live listening of hearing me smack my head. I mean, there wasn't like any sound, so you just got really close to the mic all of a sudden. Oh. (laughs) Well, it's it's documented for the world to hear. (laughs) Should we, uh, should we, uh, do you want to move to the next segment? Probably. This was a weird discussion. Um, (laughs) Enjoyed it, though. It was a nice discussion. Yeah, it was just something casual. Yeah. So, to Connor. Mm-hmm. Have you have you read, watched, listened to anything that you would like to recommend? Not really. <laughs> Brilliant. I haven't. Uh, apart from um, I ca- I watched. I you know I'm still all caught up on Invincible. Yeah, that's my that's the I watched the first episode of Invincible based on your uh, suggestion. Yeah. Last week. Really enjoyed it. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Um. Very good. Unbelievable. Come on, man. I played a little bit of um, No Man's Sky with my friend yesterday. It was we had we had we had a, we had a fun time. We love that. We love fun time. Um, and I did I did pick up Ghost of Tsushima for a brief hour or two the other day, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I still love this game. I could still play this. For oh, yeah, I could still so I could still sit and play this game and probably get lost in it for a whole day. Yeah, for sure. I didn't even. I was just walking around the map. I was just basically revealing everything on the map in the second area without doing any of the missions. <laughs> just walking around, essentially. It's just a really peaceful game to play as well. Yeah, until you get into like a fight, and then you're like, "Yes, now I'm killing twenty fucking Mongols." Yeah, I do. It's it's such a it's a, such a nice fluid, uh, especially like the like the fight. And the the action is so fluid yeah. to play oh, as well. Yeah. It's so good. Some of the best combat in game. Yeah, for sure. Combat—that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, it's very oh. good. It's very good combat systems, especially with all the different stances and stuff. Um. What about you? Did you watch anything? Well, no, I'm the same as you, really. Apart from apart from Invincible, uh, we've been watching through Brooklyn Brooklyn Nine Nine. We're on series four. Mm. Um. I've been the main thing I've been doing actually is I've been reading Ready Player Two. Mm. Um, I'm about halfway through, um, and it's 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 it was very slow to set up as well. Like it wasn't the first few chapters I was very unsure if I was going to like it, um, but I'd say chapter six ish onwards has really gripped me to a point I'm actually starting to really enjoy it, which is quite nice. Um, have there been what's like the like what what's the most obscure reference that's been in it so far? I wouldn't know about obscure, right? But the references are really put in. Like there was there was one paragraph, I think it was in like chapter chapter five or chapter six, where the paragraph was literally just a list of films <laughs> by a certain director, but it was like five lines long, and it was just a bit. Oh, this is this is. You know, you you do get instances like that, but then you get instances um, uh, like the, the I'm currently on a chapter where there's a lot of Ferris Bueller references. Oh really? Um, oh well, yeah, um, I've heard there's like a John Hughes kind of world or something. John, like yeah, that. it's it's like a, they're in like, they're on this like John Hughes esque planet, 
Um, yeah, I've heard. I that. won't say any more for for spoilers. But um, nobody cares. <laughs> but yeah, but they might be getting a film out of it. <laughs> but no, it's a good book. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, they won't make a film Although, of that because people didn't really. A lot of people didn't really like Ready Player One. <laughs> I mean, it's, it was... yeah, but the, the cast are all signed up in terms of contracts. Boo! Spielberg won't do it. <laughs> Nobody cares. Um, the film was just yeah, it's fine. I haven't rewatched it. But I, I know I enjoyed it when I first saw it. It's just I have no. You know, no interest of going back to it. I appreciate that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, what's, that's there's about, nothing else we can talk about. about. Really. Nothing else we can know. You know, we've 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 we had a list of things to talk about. We've spoken about. Oh, if you don't geez. like it, deal with it. Oh, I, um, don't, I don't like it. Well, deal with it. As of as of next week, I think uh, plan next week is. Are we doing the plan we said before before we set the show? Oh, bloody hell. Um, well, I mean, I don't... It depends if... I'd say we don't want to... We don't want to rush into our 2015 thing because we want to make sure we're prepared for that because we're going to come in, both of us, with a favourite film and be like, my favourite film is better than yours. Unless it's the same film. Better than yours. Case, in which case we'll um, lose. Um, we all lose this then. So, but, should we say the, so we could the, do the, the next, idea we said... Yeah, you can... Okay, so uh, we spoke about this before the show, but next week, uh, considering that you know we spoke about the Last of Us being uh, remade slash remastered earlier in the show, next week's topic we're going to be talking about games we would like to see either be remastered or we would like to see sequels to. So uh, that could be games that we grew up playing that we'd love to play again, but on yeah. like PlayStation Five, or it could be games that we just absolutely love to, to like... see a next. The next one. Yeah, like, where's my sequel slash remake of Croc slash Legend of Gobbos? <laughs> I've certainly, certainly got a few in mind. I was going to say one, but I think I'll wait till I'll wait till next week. Legend of the um, Gobbos. But yeah, um, that's yeah, yeah that's that's, that's one we can definitely. We'll probably have a lot of the same ones to talk about, and we can talk about film yeah. like games that might get remakes or stuff like that. That we might not necessarily be. We'll talk about games. Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a game heavy uh, topic. We've done, I think we've done a lot of topics of film and TV and stuff. Where we've not done a lot of of like games and, and comics and stuff yet. So I think uh, yeah, next week's gonna be gonna be a bit of a gaming episode. I, I think I can't wait for the remake of Ghost of Tsushima. If Sony are just gonna be remaking all their new games. Oh, you know you yeah, I can't wait for another remake of of something. But I can't think of. I can't wait! Can't wait for a remake of GTA Five. Oh fuck! It. I mean, just It is still coming out on PS Five. I know that. Yeah, I think people get. I think you get it for free with PlayStation Plus and the P Five. The P Five. Yeah. The P Five. That's what I call it, mate. But no one the calls P5. it that. It's the PS Five. <laughs> well, I call it the P Five. Well, then you're an idiot. Thanks, man. Well, I appreciate that. I'm only here to tell you the truth. And you know what? I respect that. No one else would. But you would. Nope. It's why our podcast is so strong. Yeah. Strong. <laughs> um but yeah, so that's next week. As always, we we thank you for listening to, to this episode, which is it's been a bit of news, a bit of rambles, a bit of a bit of fun times with our with our fan cast. I definitely think the fan casting was my favourite part of the episode of 
just thinking if Adam Sandler could fit in the MCU. But um, before we <laughs> before we sign off, I think it's a very uh, good so, idea to. I mean, I this is a reference. I don't know if you'll get this reference, but the only person Adam Sandler could play in the um in the MCU is uh, in a Spider-Man film. He could be Sandman. Because they, because they they call Adam Sandler the Sandman. Do they? They used to back when he did comedy for some reason. Um, oh. something like that. Let me look it up. Sandman. Sand. Oh fuck off, you piece of shit. Well, that went down like a lead pipe. Um, I think he used to have like. I don't. Yeah, a lot of people like call him. Yeah, a lot of people used to refer to him as like the Sandman. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I found um, this. Sorry, I just found this piece of news from the 26th of October 2020. Adam Sandler in space, the Sandman to lead Netflix sci fi drama from Chernobyl director. Oh. That's. Based unusual. on the Yaroslav Kalfar novel, The Spaceman of Bohemia, the as of yet untitled film adaption will star Sandler as an astronaut sent on the mission. To collect ancient dust on the edge of the galaxy while there a mysterious space voice speaks to him and offers him solutions to his increasingly volatile earth life but what happens when he discovers this voice belongs to an ancient creature hiding within his ship the unique sounding film will be directed by Johan Renk who won two Emmys for his work on Chernobyl and written for the screen by Colby Day an acclaimed short filmmaker it's produced by Renk himself Channing Tatum <laughs> through his production company um okay that's that's uh, that sounds like Adam Sandler in a serious film. Yeah, I like that. I look forward to seeing it. Wow, that actually sounds quite interesting. <laughs> yeah, it does actually. <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah, other than that, this is the end of the podcast, I guess. Uh, we can do our end bits. Brilliant. But <laughs> but uh, before we go, as I was saying before we go, you need to know where you can find us. And to find Connor, you will find him at at. Connor Jordan underscore ninety six. I changed it. Don't ask why. Um, it's C O N N O R J O D A N J O R D A N. How you spell? You know, Jordan like the country underscore ninety six. Wrong. From there, you can find my blog. I haven't done anything new on there yet. Just the same old weekly week to posts that I do. Nice. And uh, you can find me at the Doc eighty one on uh, Twitter. I also have a blog called the Review Lab. The Review Lab org. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Instagram we're taking a couple of weeks break um, but we'll be back uh, hopefully next month um, and we also have a Facebook page called Two Smoking Microphones uh, you can find us on there um, but yeah that's where you can find us as always thank you so much for listening thank you for for joining us on this on this episode next week as we said will be uh, game centric so games we'd like to see remastered sequels that kind of that kind of thing um, it should be good fun but um, you know keep well look after each other try not to go insane um, just take it day by day go yeah. easy don't let the world get you down keep you down I don't remember what it was and as, my, <laughs> as always my catchphrase is just a simple bye bye <laughs>